What up, though, man? It's it's your boy Moose, and this is Moose Got Something to Say podcast, where we talk about everything and everything, man. It's it's crazy. This is episode one of the pod, man. I can't believe we're finally here. I I've had so many friends. I would say over the past year or two, tell me constantly, Moose, you got to start a podcast. Moose, you got to start a podcast. And I've always wanted to start a podcast, always wanted to get one going with friends. Hopefully we can in the future, because I believe me, along with my group of friends, I think it could be a a very entertaining uh, podcast, man. But uh, I just find it weird to record myself just talking and that people actually want to listen to me. Uh, But it's dope. People do it all the time now. Everybody starts a podcast and it's my turn to start one. And literally on this podcast, what you can expect is a lot of energy. I'm an energetic person. Uh, but, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of different topics. Like, it's not just going to be one topic we talk about here. Uh, I'm going to talk about literally whatever is on my mind for the podcast. So we could talk about anything from, you know, religion. Um, I am a Christian. I am a believer. Um, from sports. I love football. I love basketball. I love baseball. Um, from music. I love hip hop. R&B, gospel. We could talk about anything. Um, we talk about pop culture, stuff we see on Twitter, social media. Uh, I mean, literally anything. Nothing really is off limits. Relationships. I am married. Uh, I mean, we can talk about anything on this pod. That's the beauty of it. Um, it's kind of organized chaos, as I as I, as I like to say a lot. Um, I know what's going on, but you don't know what to expect from this pod, man. It's just going to be me being me, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and that's what we're going to do, man. Hope to get some friends on here to join with me on the pod and hopefully to make some new friends to join on the pod. So, man, before we get into episode one, I'm going to just talk about uh, a little bit about an introduction about myself. So, like I said, I'm, my name is Moose. That's not my real birth name. My real birth name is you got to know me personally to know that. <laughs> but it's uh, no, it's Stephen. We all family. Man. My real name is Stephen uh, Moose. Uh, is the name that I've gotten since birth, and Moose just sounds better on the pod than Steven. So um, I'm married to a beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, her name is Shalisha. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, I have a little baby girl. She's one years old. She is energetic. She's 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 sassy. She's intelligent. She's everything I want. She's uh, her name is Zipporah, um, and I love her to death. Uh, yeah, man. I have a I have a younger brother. Yeah, he's he's 22 and. You know, I'm from a little small town called Maslin in Ohio, Northeast Ohio. Shout out to the TIG, to the Tigers, man, all over the planet, all over the world. And man, um, I love Jesus. I love hip hop. I love sports. I love I love books. I love movies. I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, that's just who I am in a nutshell. And, you know, that'll uncover more as, you know, as we get to know each other as family, man. So um, kind of the first thing I want to talk about and I you know I wanted to start the I wanted to start the podcast a couple weeks ago but I feel like um what we're going to talk about today what I'm going to talk about today is something that I feel like it needed time for me to just marinate my spirit as the as the as the as the church mothers would say um we're going to talk about Kobe being Bryant and I'm going to talk about what Kobe's legacy uh is for me um and what it means to me going forward um, and kind of the weird emotion that I had when Kobe, when Kobe tragically passed, um, him and his daughter, Gigi and, uh, and along with the seven other people. Um, but like I said, particularly Kobe, um, 
Man, so for me growing up, you know, I'm 29, I'll be 30 here in a few months. Can't believe hitting that dirty 30. Um, but for me, um, growing up, Kobe, Kobe was my Jordan. Um, so at the tail end of Michael's career, you know, I was like six, seven, eight years old. And, you know, I remember I remember Jordan vividly. I remember watching Jordan vividly with older cousins um, and watching how much they loved watching Michael Jordan play basketball. But as a six, seven, eight year, eight year old kid, you know, I didn't understand fully, you know, basketball. I didn't understand the, the, the beauty and the art of it. I didn't understand the rules, really. I just knew that Michael Jordan jumped really high and that everybody liked him. So I liked him. Um, so I, I remember feeling that that rush of, I don't know, I want to say iconic status for Michael. So I remember feeling that energy. But I don't remember. How can I put it? I don't I, I, I didn't never felt. I never felt the impact of Michael the way, you know, my older cousins did uh, because they grew up watching Michael. I went to go see Space Jam. I had the Space Jams. I even had a Jordan jersey. Uh, I mean, so I love Michael. Don't get it twisted. Um, you know, I remember um, finals against the Jazz, you know, him with the famous push off, leaving the gooseneck out the foul line, like flu game. I, I remember moments of Michael. But Michael never impacted me the way Kobe impacted me. Um, yeah, I'm a football guy. I love football. Football is my, my, my sport, my favorite sport. Uh, first played football, all those things. But basketball is like a 1B. If football is 1A, basketball is definitely a 1B for me. I love, I love basketball. And around, uh, around 9 or 10 is when I started playing. And that's when I really started developing and understanding a love for, for basketball. Um, and I'm a Laker fan. So, of course, like I grew up in a perfect time. To try to, you know, be a Laker fan. Like, you know, I grew up between Ohio and Massachusetts. So I would say probably 99% of my 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 fandom is in Massachusetts. Um, so I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. You know, I cheer for the Browns occasionally. <laughs> uh, you know, um, got love for the Tribe. Uh, I, I do got some love for the Tribe. But I'm definitely a diehard Red Sox fan. And, and you know, I love the Patriots. Um, I hate the Celtics. We can get into that story a while later. Um, but I'm big, I'm a huge Lakers fan. And as a kid watching Kobe Bryant, um, and feeling his greatness, man, like for me as a kid was everything. And going up into my teen years, um, watching, I remember sitting down at, um, at a homie's house of mine. I remember watching him drop 81 on Jalen Rose. I remember that I was 16. I remember that. Like I remember you know, um, the, you know, the finals game seven of the finals in 2010 against the, against the Celtics. And I remember Ron Artest, you know, dropping a three from the wing. I was 20. I remember with my little brother, the, you know, the, uh, I think that summer, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the electric had went out, um, like a, across, uh, the side of town we lived on. And I remember me and my brother getting salty and having to literally radio the game on ESPN 990, I think. Um, and listening to the game, I remember uh, Metal World Peace kissing the air after he hit the shot. Um, I remember, you know, I think it was Game Seven, uh, two thousand. Uh, Kobe Bryant tossing the oop to Shaq. Like I remember these things. So Kobe had a profound impact on me. Um, don't remember his rap career like that. <laughs> so I, know I remember a couple songs from Kobe. Kobe thought he had some bars, but um, just the impact Kobe um, Kobe left on me. But the 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 one thing the one thing that I've seen a lot 
um, that I seen, I mean, a lot the first couple of days was, and that I'm not norm that I'm that I didn't normally see growing up, uh, especially in the black community, is I seen a lot of black men cry, um, and a lot of black men feel their feelings, and for many of them, I think for the first time, especially publicly, um, like seeing Shaq on TNT cry, I was like, bruh, Shaq seven one. About three forty, three thirty, and to see this this huge human being weep about his friend, um, I mean, it had a profound impact on me. And the reason why is because you know I really wasn't allowing myself to kind of feel. Um, I'm I'm not the kind of person that gets really starstruck about people, um, at all. And um, I kind of felt weird, honestly, just feeling sad about Kobe tragically dying. And, um, you know, I didn't even want to cry. And, you know, and in reality, what I was really sad about was, was not just that my childhood hero had tragically, you know, died, but that the fact that I'm a father and his daughter was with him. And, you know, I just couldn't imagine um, having my daughter being in a situation with me like that. And as a father, that there's nothing that you can do to protect her. Um, the only thing you can do, the biggest thing you can do to protect her is that you that to let her know that you love her. Um, and try to make her as comfortable as possible in those last few moments. And um for me, um, you know, Kobe was never more heroic than in that moment. Um, you know, definitely probably showing his his daughter the most love possible. And just thinking about his wife, man, and thinking about my wife. If you know, if something like that tragically happened to me, God forbid, and my daughter, um, you know, she lost a husband and, and a daughter. Um, and to think about that and think about, you know, how my wife would react to that, man. That, that's really what made me sad. And just thinking about the childhood moments I had with Cole. Um, Cole, to me, his legacy, um, it is that Mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's for me, the Mamba mentality, what it signifies for me is is that you pursue your God-given gifts with God-given tenacity. That's the Mamba mentality to me. Um, that's what it speaks to me. Like, we all have gifts and talents um, that, you know, God has given us. And it's up for us to steward it right um, and and to give our best effort and to not bury our talents um, in the sand. And, man, that's what Cole did, man. Kobe was an 18-year-old kid coming out of high school, Lower Marion High School. And, I mean, Kobe had a rough first couple years. Back then in the league, rookies wasn't playing off the rip. And Kobe really struggled early on, those first two, three years. And the tenacity for him to want to be great and not be not just be great, but be the greatest. And, um, man, looking at that, man, that's, mo- that's motivation, man, like, Kobe never let anything knock him down um, to the point where he didn't pursue his own personal greatness. I believe, I, I believe Kobe was chase. I know Kobe was chasing Jordan, but I believe there was. I believe also Kobe was also chasing the best version of himself, and I think that's the that's the thing that drove him. I think the most is that he was trying to chase the best version of himself and trying to be better than he was the year before. Um, you know, we could talk, you know, sports, of course, where I think Cole got robbed of some MVPs because he was playing with Smush Parker 
And as Stephen A would say, Kwame Brown. Uh, and But, you know, Kobe's impact was felt, man. Um, one frustrating part that I did see, and I know people do this, so it didn't make me mad or anything, but it was just kind of like, come on, y'all. Like, I know so many people who dogged Kobe for so many years, trashed on Kobe. Um, then when this happens, they're like, oh, Cole, Kobe the greatest or man, RIP to the GOAT or whatever. And it's just like, man, like y'all got to give people people their flowers when they're here. Um, I feel like the media, the media so often tries to uh, cause like issues between people, um, like particularly like, you know, athletes or, or entertainers. And I feel like. I feel like they try to do that all the time with Kobe and LeBron. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, one thing that I cannot stand about LeBron James is his fans. LeBron James fans have to be the worst fans ever because they have, and Kobe fans can be bad too, but like I've learned to be objective. Like LeBron fans, the ones that I know, most of them that I know have no objectivity. Um, LeBron can do nothing wrong. LeBron does nothing wrong ever. Now I'm a Lakers fan. And I've watched LeBron for two years do a lot of things wrong and a lot of things right. And I love LeBron. I love him. Now, there's no hate for LeBron, especially now. Um, I hope we I hope we can get to a place, y'all, where we can, especially as black folk, where we can just appreciate greatness. Um, I feel like if you were born in like the mid eight, if you were born like, you know, early 80s, um, and I would say, you know, like early 90s like me. Um, between that time, we got the chance to see three goats. We got the chance to see Michael Jordan. We got the chance to see Kobe Bryant. We got the chance to see LeBron James. And we got the chance to see the most powerful basketball player of all time, Shaquille O'Neal. And we got to see, um, I would say, the grittiest, the the like, the basketball player everybody wanted to be, Allen Iverson. I mean, those are my five best players I've ever seen in my 29 years of life. It's... Um, it's Michael Jordan, Kobe Bean Bryant, LeBron James, Shaq, and Allen Iverson. I've never seen any five better. Pound for pound, if AI was 6'6", six, six, be a different story. AI was 5'11", soaking wet. But um, but just to see the, uh, that people are now starting to give Kobe his flowers, um, it somewhat is frustrating because I feel like you got to recognize people's greatness. And you don't need to tear down one person's greatness to build up another person's greatness. LeBron's legacy and LeBron's greatness is stamped. He doesn't need his fans or he doesn't need to, you know, press down Kobe's legacy to, to be great. Like, he doesn't. Like, LeBron LeBron James is in a lane on his own and so is Kobe. And, um, you know, Kobe will always be my GOAT. Um, nobody can ever change my mind. <laughs> Kobe will always be the best pure basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Um, there was nothing Kobe did wrong. And never, he never looked clunky. It, it, it was always poetry in motion. Um, but then also, you know, as a, as a former athlete, you know, to see him transition from hoop to, to being a great father, to, to win an, uh, an Academy Award, like to see him push himself towards the best version of himself, I feel like was the best thing we've seen from Kobe was that he transitioned so well from basketball. Because so often athletes, they go into broadcasting, they go in, they go on ESPN or Fox or CBS or whatever. They're still around their sport. So you really, I won't say you may, you might have retired from being active, but you haven't really retired from your sport. 
And Kobe literally retired from basketball. Like, he was not thinking about basketball until his daughter um, started hooping, man. She was going to be a great one. Um, but until she started hooping, Kobe had, I mean, seemed to have no interest in basketball. And that's that's what I feel like retirement should look like. Like, when you retire, like when normal people retire, like usually when you're like, yo, like I've taught for 30 years. I am not trying to think about teaching. I'm not trying to think about kids unless they mine. I'm not trying to think about none of that. I've just worked hard for 20, 30 years teaching kids. And that's I think that's normally what people do when they retire. Like, you know, you don't think about your profession or your career that you had that you're leaving. Like, um, you don't think about it. And I feel like Kobe just was like, I'm not thinking about basketball. I gave, I gave everything I had for 20 years to the game. And the game repaid me with five championships. Um, Should have been seven uh, but you know, or at least bare minimum six. He should have tied Jordan that Piston series. If him and Shaq could have just got it together, man. If we could replay that series ten more times, man, we would have beat the Pistons nine. I'm just yeah. Shaq and Kobe just wasn't yeah. They hated each other by then, but that's neither here nor there, man. But man, R.I.P. to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant, my goat, um, the greatest greatest player of all time in my opinion. I will forever love Kobe. Um, you know, there's no disrespect to Jordan, but Kobe will always be my GOAT. Um, so yeah, man, like this is episode one. Moose got something to say, man. This is the, this episode dedicated to Kobe being Bryant and, uh, man, check us again. Check me again. Next episode. Uh, 